Super Talk Mississippi media production. Did you know Toyota Brookhaven has sold more new vehicles the last two years than any other dealership in southwest Mississippi? Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. Hello? Anybody home? Dude, you gotta hear this. What is it? The true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England clam sugar. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Let me hear it. And good morning. A rock and roll handyman show right here at Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy Slowick. We're going to be here until 12 o'clock making all sorts of noise. And uh, I want to say right up front that a lot of our stations are carrying the Ole Miss football right now. And uh, we're still streaming. And you can catch us on all of the devices. Uh, quite simply, go to supertalk.fm, and you can pull up just about anything at all. You can be in touch with us by your phone or your, your television or your whatever device you may have in the house. We are still broadcasting live, and we're still on some stations around the state. But uh, streaming, a lot of people are streaming lately. <laughs> I have people like... like uh, all over the place, call me uh, later and say, oh, that was a good show. And I said, like, wow, this person's from way, way away, almost as far away from me as Lance is right now. Lance, how are you today? I am fabulous. How are you doing today? Man, you, you've, been up, fabulous. you've been up been up early, huh? Well, you know, uh, Monday through Saturday are kind of early, and then Sunday <laughs> uh, I get a chance to relax and enjoy some NFL, and yeah. I'll, I'll go hang out in the uh, control room and help Dixon for a little bit this afternoon. Sure. I'll listen to the Ole Miss game and work it. Uh, and he'll come in and relieve me and have the late. So it's a nice little uh, tag team that I get to work with Dixon. So, but I, I, again, as long as you enjoy what you do and and you guys are a treat, I look forward to my Saturdays, my Friday nights, my my <laughs> early mornings. It's not like work, huh? <laughs> well, getting here's the work, as I tell you. That's the only getting up and getting here, and all. then once the coffee's on and the yeah. lights are on, and I've got about thirty two windows open on the computer, I, I feel like I'm. <laughs> You know, oh, I'm fine then. Yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah, it's just that that initial setup. That's it. Getting here and getting in the saddle. Well, when people want to listen to us or watch you, uh, watch us elsewhere besides on broadcast radio, uh, did we touch all the bases? Have they? Uh, did, should, should we talk? Tell them other ways they can get us. As I, well? I think so. Uh, let me let me open up something here that I, I use regularly to to um, communicate these things, and I, I find it to be handy just to because there is so many options that we have really um, but you can watch super talk tv on roku amazon fire tv c spire tv youtube you can watch super talk mississippi on your computer or mobile device um, you can now watch super talk tv live on c spire tv if you have c spire tv you can find super talk tv on channel 70 right next to the weather channel or you can just go to supertalk.fm forward slash connect to find out more and you can also go to the website and go to each show. Yeah. And just go to shows. Go and to find, show. find your show and hit listen live. And so we, I think we keep making it easier for, for our sure. listener to have options like when today happens. Yes. And you want to listen to the handyman and 
you still can, and we, we also have a football game going on. So it's uh, it's, it's a lot of things happening right now. A lot of juggling and media power here, and and I think we're getting really good at it. We just need to keep getting better at communicating with, to our listener that exactly. hey, don't worry, we've got another option for you. Right, there's yeah. other ways to go. That's um, right. Something and, something I enjoy doing a lot, and I. I and I'm surprised at how many people are have been doing this because there are some numbers that I get hold of that they're telling me that how many people are listening to our podcast. Uh, and that's how I pretty much listen to the show when I sometimes I'll proof a segment of the show or the entire show just – I want to listen to me and just see if I like me or not. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I, I find myself to be extremely boring, and I, I don't like my voice. And when I see myself on TV, then you got to get over all that and work. I got I I over all that years yeah, and years about, ago. Monday at about 6.05, I'm, I'm, I'm in the mode where, man, I don't care. Uh, I'm just going to get this baby rolling. There you but, go. So d- definitely, the uh, I, I try to listen to the replays as well. Yeah. And um, I, I would say to any of our listeners out there uh, greatly appreciate when you have success going out onto the the app or onto the site and that please let us know, you know yeah. I mean, because it, it makes a difference for us to say hey it's just this and this this happens you know, to be working click, for click, us, it works good yeah go hey, to that text us and let us know our text line is 601-879-4395 and just let us know how you're listening or how you're watching uh I was actually watching one of the uh, previous broadcasts that was actually, I had it on my large screen TV, and then all of a sudden, my whole face takes up the whole entire room, and I'm going, I don't know if I want to watch me or not. <laughs> you get about Friday, and you go, man, I didn't shave. <laughs> oh, I don't it's care about four that. days of shave, yeah, neck hairs are showing, and you guys, HD. You know, you know what I found out on TV? <laughs> the camera's far enough away, it doesn't matter if I shave or not. <laughs> well, I can zoom it in. No, don't do that. I have full control. I am the puppet I master. <laughs> oh, well. It is fun, though, to have the control of the camera and be able to move things around. We have great technology and we continue getting really, better at yeah. using it. And, uh, again, I love the podcast side of that. And I think I'm, you know, one of the things I'd like to try to get better at is as I title them uh-huh. and make sure that if you are, if you're consuming it through the podcast format, if there's something I can do when I go in there and, and title it, it's hard on these shows because the subject matter does jump around a little bit. Right. But if there's something out there that y'all go, hey, this would be easier while I'm, Sure. Yeah, I, I'm all ears and would love to have suggestions. Now, I can't tell you that I can do everything or execute, but I would love our listeners to say, hey, you know, the, the two hour podcast, you know, this is, I mean, what if there's ever any issues or any suggestions that maybe I can make it easier for you guys to consume? Sure. I will be happy to listen and send, do my best. Send them to us, baby. It'll mm-hmm. help us so much. Yeah. But one thing I have noticed in looking up different shows and whatnot, there's a little uh maybe a sentence about what the program is going to be about and i do that i found that to be so helpful i've been working on that in the last couple of weeks for i mean it's like it's like it's almost like a a grab it it makes you want to listen it's it it definitely has a a lot more staying power and that's what i'm saying if there's something and suggestions and those things out there that you go well that really made it easier uh, i like to hear that because i definitely want to make it as easy for y'all to listen to the garden mama and the handyman and the gallo show and and mary whedon and the you know our scoreboard shows anything that we can uh, that I got my fingers on in that way I would like to make sure you guys are able to listen. I mean, can you imagine looking down all of the available programs that are available and see one that says 
watch Buddy crash on this program. It'd be great to watch. <laughs> I mean, I, so that's the one I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> no, at any rate, check out check out all the different ways we're broadcasting uh, and and telecasting and whatever and casting. <laughs> well, and you remember that tool that I sent last week? The one that <clears throat> yes, I, I found. I thought that was fascinating because we had looked at a tool like that where you can put it in corners and and it, it's going to lead me to my next question for you, but. Um, we had seen one where it was kind of like a, a drawing almost. It was complicated, and it, you had to right. set it and do this and that. And it, it was very handy looking. But the the one that we found, it's the old kid game, yeah. Where you, or, or the old thing you put it on your face. It's the pins, and, or you put your hand in it, and it just made a hand. And now you can just push this thing up into any corner or anything and get the exact cut you need for your flooring or your tile or whatever you're doing. And I found that to be just one step better. Well, what that really does, it takes the the challenge out of doing that uh, for so many people kind of makes it so much easier. It, yeah. it, it's simply done. Well, and then the, leading into this question, you have a broken piece of tile. Yes. It's it's over in the corner or something, and it's just one piece. Yeah, sure. What's the easiest way to remove that? If you have an extra or a matching piece of tile, I would. I want. I'm curious because I have. I've had this question a couple of times, and I would love your opinion. But getting rid of the broken piece, getting rid of the grout, and then reapplying and getting it back. Sure. Would you yeah, touch yeah. base on that a hair? I will for sure. Uh, first thing is, it's great when you're having any kind of tile or flooring put down to always keep a little extra just for that particular reason when that one piece gets damaged. That doesn't always happen. And so people will have a damaged piece of tile and they'll go, but I don't have any extra. Well, at that point, what you really need to do is uh, sneak the refrigerator out a little bit and behind the refrigerator, there's tons of tile that nobody's ever going to see. So you might borrow a piece from there. That works pretty well. But at any rate, to get up an older piece of tile, Pretty much you'll need a, a, a sharp blade putty knife or something that can actually, once you go to get up that piece of broken tile, uh, there's not much you can do to keep it in good shape. It's going to be pretty much destroyed because it's laminated to the floor by the mastic. And it's it's not glued. It's actually part of the floor, and you have to break, actually break that laminate. And in doing so, you're going to damage some of the tile. Then once that tile is totally removed, it's important that you clean that cement area as well as you can, getting rid of all of the mastic that may have been there before, all the grout that may have been there before, and get that just totally, totally clean. Then you can put new mastic down, put your tile on top of it, and then once it dries, go ahead and grout it in place, and it'll look like it belongs. Uh, and the piece that's missing under the refrigerator won't ever be seen. So that's that works very well. But I think it's important that you use either a, a, a good chisel with a sharp blade on it. Again, a ch- I have a chisel at home that has a blade on it that's like almost a razor blade edge, but I have a, a putty knife also that's very sharp like that, just for that type of purpose, just for scraping and for cleaning. So that would be my suggestion on replacing a piece of tile in the house, which can happen from time to time. Everybody. I have, matter of fact, I have a, a, a broken piece of tile. I, I have that vinyl tile, that really nice Vinyl tile, very thick, uh, 12 by 12 squares. This one little chip that's broken. 
I don't think I'll ever replace it. <laughs> and I know it's much trickier to get into the buckled wood floor. Yes. Uh, we had one of those this, this past summer where there was a nice uh, teepee yeah. uh, in the wood floor where it either – it looked like it had been installed too tight. Yeah. And, and in years of that and moisture, and it just buckled in the middle. And, and, and again, that's tricky. Do you have any suggestions on that? Because I've encountered it a couple of times. And Well, most of that, as you have mentioned, most of that happens because uh, one of two reasons. One, your crawl space underneath the house is not encapsulated, and you've got a lot of moisture coming up in, and expanding that flooring to beyond its ability to expand, and therefore you'll get some uh, probing up. Other thing that's a, a possibility is that the flooring did not have any space around it when it was installed for it to expand. Anytime you put down any kind of flooring, always leave a little space around the edge, around the perimeter of the flooring, for it to expand. Uh, because it's going to expand and it's going to contract. And without that place, you're going to have a, a warpage in the floor. And that's one of the biggest do-it-yourself problems that people run into is running their flooring when they're putting new flooring down they'll take their base shoe off or their three-quarter molding off the uh, baseboard and they'll put their flooring right up to the baseboard or right up to the edge of the floor if they can get under the baseboard and won't leave any expansion room for that uh, flooring and that can create major problems down the road and if you end up putting a floor down that way it's not a matter of uh, 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 you know, maybe I'm going to have a problem. No, you're going to have a problem. <laughs> it's coming. It, and it may not be today, but it's coming down the road. And uh, that's the way a lot of problems show their ugly head is they wait a while and make you think that everything's just right. And then all of a sudden, everything's not just right. So, yeah, those are the two reasons mostly that I think floors kind of buckle around here. One, because they're on a crawl space foundation that is not encapsulated, therefore moisture is coming up from the ground, and or uh, the flooring was put in too tight to the walls without any area for expansion. So I, I hope that kind of answers your question a little bit. Oh, definitely. Thank you. Those were two that had been on my mind this week. Cause it had, I think last week I had one about the wood flooring, and I've had a couple on the as people start knowing, oh, I'm about to have a lot of family coming over. Sure. And, oh, I got this bad piece of tile. What do yeah. I do? I've had that two questions. So thank you. That that hit the nail on the head. Well, um, my daughter has a, a vinyl laminate floor, and one, and it's a nice floor, except one piece they dropped. I forgot what they dropped on it, but there's one piece that really got damaged. Well, that piece can actually be replaced and they do have replacement floor extra in their garage uh, so you'd find a piece the same length as that because generally speaking laminate floors are random length they're fours and they're threes and there's fives and you know they're different lengths so you'll find like let's just say the piece that's damaged was a three foot piece well you'd get another three foot piece and in order to take out the existing flooring what you do is you Cut a line right down the center of that flooring, and then from each corner, you'd make like a Y cut all the way to that center. And what happens is then you can fold the center out, 
and and exposes the raw the raw concrete underneath, and you can get a putty knife up underneath that uh, Y cut and remove that piece of flooring without too much trouble. Again, it's important that you make sure that your concrete is pure and clean when this is all said and done, and then just put your mastic down and put a new piece in place. And it works. It, it does work. So it can be. Any flooring that's damaged just about can be replaced. Uh, wood flooring, sometimes it can be repaired rather than replaced, and that's just because wood is very forgiving as far as replacing is concerned and, and, and repairing. They offer an awful lot of ways to repair a floor, including even grained ways to make them look like they belong. So there's definitely, definitely ways you can do that, and that'll, that'll help a lot, and you'll be happy you did. Okay. Uh, all right, let's see what's happening here. What's Trey? Can you see that first uh, text? Yeah, I was replying to it. He was uh, uh, he was he had sent us uh, the Sweet Potato Festival oh, yeah. uh, logo too, and and we were laughing earlier because both Vardam and the Sweet Potato Capital, but their uh, rival city is uh, Calhoun City, and and they you know that's in that Sweet Potato Capital area. Both of those football teams have had unbelievable years. <laughs> They're hard to beat. So uh, we were laughing. There's something in them taters. And Trey's got a thumb, got too, to get, get, very green. Got to, got to get some in here. You've got to get some of them taters down here. So <laughs> I take free samples of sweet potatoes uh, anytime y'all want yeah, to send them. Yeah, sweet potatoes is good, for sure. All right. Um, how to repair a leaking toilet? I ran into that this week. Uh, matter of fact, I think Lance and I were having uh, dinner one night someplace, and some gentleman came in who uh, a friend of Lance's, and we were talking about my cousin. <laughs> What's your cousin? My cousin, yeah. Right. Um, I enjoy I enjoyed talking with him. It was fun. Um, but he was saying that all day he was uh, fighting with a toilet that was leaking, and he was trying to fix it and. Actually, I think when he got finished, he said, I'm not sure that I fixed it or not. He said, but I think I did. I think I got hungry. Yeah. It's time, time to go. <laughs> That's why we met in a place where we're going to eat. <laughs> but at any rate, um, I want to talk a little bit about toilet repair. and Because there's three or four things that can happen that can create toilet re- leakage. And we'll get to those in, in the next one. We come back from a short break. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Be back. Don't you go away. Huntington's disease is a devastating genetic disorder causing motor, cognitive, and psychiatric impairments. Over 30,000 Americans are living with HD with hundreds of thousands at risk. Early diagnosis and research are vital to provide hope amid no cure. Let's unite to end misconceptions, provide empathy and care for those living with Huntington's. Please help us raise awareness and hope for families battling Huntington's disease. Start by visiting helpforhd.org. That's help, the number four, hd.org. Grammy Museum Mississippi announces a new exhibit. Highway 61, Traveling America's Music Highway, opening August the 11th. This first-of-a-kind exhibit will take visitors on a journey down the famous Highway 61, exploring music sites, artifacts, and celebrating the artists that played a major role in shaping American music. Muddy Waters, Bo Diddley, Bobby Rush, and Conway Tweedy. To learn more about this exhibit and other events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org in partnership with Utah Construction and Visit Mississippi. 
Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Fox Wheels. The $5 billion partnership announced last year between Honda and General Motors to build affordable electric vehicles goes down in flames. The company is saying after extensive studies and analysis that they've come to a mutual decision to discontinue the program, a market that's also tanking in sales and production with automakers lowering expectations and shifting EV spending to hybrids. Ford and GM slowing the pace of EV and battery manufacturing because most consumers are sticking with gas-powered vehicles and automakers are losing billions. Lack of interest, the economy and high interest rates have also led automakers like Tesla to cut prices on electric cars to try and stay competitive. The best deal in town may soon be on an EV. They're piling up on dealer lots, so much so that dealers are turning new EV inventory away. That's Fox Wheels. I'm Jeff Manasso, Fox News. When you listen to Super Talk Mississippi, you become part of a statewide community, a community of knowledgeable, engaged, enlightened, well-informed, hardworking men and women just like you, all eager to see the Magnolia State grow and prosper. There may be some disagreement on how to get there, but the goal remains the same, for each Mississippian to reach their American dream. Thanks for listening and being a part of the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Gianna Gelosi with your Fox True Crime Minute. A man accused of shooting and killing a Maryland judge has been found dead. Pedro Argote allegedly killed Maryland Circuit Court Judge Andrew Wilkinson after Wilkinson awarded custody of Argote's four children to his wife. Argote's body was found in a wooded area of Williamsport, Maryland, about a mile from where the 49-year-old abandoned his car after the alleged killing a week prior. On October 19th, Judge Wilkinson granted Argote's wife a divorce and sole custody of their four kids after hearing testimony about abuse Argote had inflicted on the family. His wife says he once stuffed a towel in their baby's mouth. His adult daughter claimed to be confined to her bedroom. Argote didn't show up for the hearing, claiming he had a headache. That night, he allegedly showed up at Wilkinson's home in Hagerstown and gunned him down in the driveway. The local sheriff says Argote's remains will be sent to Baltimore for an autopsy to determine the cause, manner, and time of death. There's more on this story at foxnews.com. Subscribe to the Fox True Crime Podcast with Emily Campagno. I'm Gianna Gelosi with your Fox True Crime Minute. I'm amazed. Yeah, all right. Handyman Show right here at Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, buddy Slowick with you. Hey, text us something. Text us a picture of your latest project or maybe what you're going to do. Oh, isn't tonight, isn't tonight the changing the time? 
Yes, uh, thank you. Um, where, I think where, we all needed reminding of that. Where did that come from? Yeah, I was worried. I, I, I probably folks have listened. I thought Monday last week <laughs> I had missed it, and I came to work and I was freaking out, seeing all these cars on the road. So what in the world? I'm, and I hit the gas. I was rolling as fast as I could. I got here and I saw cars in the parking lot, and I'm like, what in the world is going? What's going oh, on? Oh my here? lord! What have I done? I, I've missed something and. It was. It's this Monday, thank goodness. But I, you know, uh, that that happens sometimes when you, you yeah. wake up and like, oh my god! I just can't believe. I can't believe we'll be getting darker a lot sooner than it already is. Unbelievable weather. Would you rather leave it as is, just leave it alone, or? or? Yeah, I guess. I, you know, I hadn't really given it much thought, but I know this year I'm really not looking forward to the time change where it gets dark. Usually, it doesn't bother me. Usually, I don't care about it getting dark. It's okay with me. This year, somehow, I don't. I'm not up for it. Well, it's tough because you get off work and it's dark. Yeah, it's, and you can't do anything. And a lot of folks that changes the your the habit that you're in. Because I know I like getting done and then going and doing stuff, being outside. And, yeah, yeah. And then when it's dark, you kind of get. You know, hold up in the house, and and hopefully we'll get a little dampness so people can get out and enjoy their fire pits and enjoy their porches and patios oh, really? more. And and I know if you send us a picture of your fire pit and it's got a fire in it, we will not send it to the local fire chief to report <laughs> you. So don't 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 hesitate well, to show us. The red flag warning is a serious warning. It is. It's, it is. it's a, a, a warn. A red flag warning really means that the, the fire hazard danger is a lot higher. Because everything is so dry and it can really, uh, really catch fire. Fires can spread a lot faster than what they normally would be. So, uh, you know, practice uh, safety during that red flag warning. It's really an important thing to do. I really, really think people need to do that. Well, and you've seen house fires too. If you if you have things, and and, it, and this is what I wanted to ask you about, in your opinion, is a lot of people have gone to battery stuff. Mm, yes. And the lithium ions, although yeah. they're amazing and do great work, light and efficient and quiet, sure. you are seeing some fires started from leaving those plugged in and things of that nature. Um, obviously, you would probably want to charge it and then unplug it or pull it away right. from the charger. Is there? Have you got any, you know... What I've learned about those is... Uh, I've talked to the fire people about that, and they're very concerned about any house that has any kind of lithium battery in it because all of a sudden fighting a house fire is a different story than it would be otherwise. That lithium battery is is a pretty serious little device that can create some damage that a normal fire wouldn't create. It can go beyond that and create... I won't say like a bomb because it's not like a bomb, but it's definitely something to be concerned about and something that firemen take into account. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's one of the first things. If there's people that they can talk to, that's the first thing they want to do. Is there lithium batteries anywhere in there? Do you have solar power? Anywhere? Are you storing energy? We need to know that. That's important. So, yeah, I... Worst time of year to, I mean, you don't want to have that house fire. I guess that's where I'm going. It's uh, you really not don't. that it's good to have one any time, no. uh, but no. especially as you get into this season and everybody's, you have the kids at home more and everybody is coming together. And 
But I, I would just say be super careful. Would like be, you're be saying, super careful. Yeah, you have those things. I, I have to make myself and remind myself go unplug it you know, go, once it's charged. Exactly and, right. Because you, you think about waking up and that thing's on fire. Like you said, I don't think you can put them out traditionally. No, it takes it takes more to put out a lithium battery than it does to put out many things. I mean, if a lithium like a car that has a car fire that is uh, run by fossil fuels, they can put it out. It's not. It's a big deal, yes, but they can put it out. But a car that is a lithium battery and it is an electric vehicle, it's much, much, much more difficult to put it out. And then there's the question of whether they can or not. Right, and then and I don't know if even those fire blankets that are of such high quality. I don't even know if those things would, if it would just burn through it or not, but be not a bad idea to have a couple of those around if, uh, my take on that is, is I, I, solar energy is definitely in our future, and it's definitely a part of what we're going to do in the future. I'm not sure storing them in lithium batteries is the way to go because, one, to create a lithium battery costs an awful lot of time, energy, and resources that that some don't we don't even have in this country. So lithium batteries, uh, it's not like... It might be a temporary fix, but I don't think it's really going to be the solution to our our, our, our energy problem. I, I don't think that's the answer, uh, and I, I think the answer is coming. But while we're talking about fire, uh, I ran into something this week that I think is very important. That's uh, an emergency fire escape ladder for a second and third stories, uh, and ISP makes one that is just is heavy duty. It has great uh, serrated plastic rug rungs on it. Uh, it has a uh, nylon rope on either side. Has great window hooks, so can hook upstairs, and it can roll up and actually store under a bed very, very easily. Uh, very easy to get to. So if you're going to get one, just check out ISP uh, Fire uh, Emergency Fire Escape Ladders, and uh, they they make them in different uh, lengths, and they make them also uh, in different types. So they're worth looking at and something to have. And on top of that, every house should have a smoke detector in it, a carbon monoxide detector in it, and every re- responsible me- member of that family should know how to shut off all of the devices, the gas, the water, the electricity, all that needs to be shut off. That's very, very important during the event of a fire and can help an awful lot in doing just that. So, uh, But, yeah, those fire escape ladders are, are just really, really, I think, something more people wish they had. When you're looking at these on, on the Internet, uh, as you mentioned, I went and dug around on ISP, and, man, there are, that, that's Interesting. That's a good uh, that, ladder. That, that's a good ladder, and the price is very affordable. You can go anywhere from say sixty dollars to about a hundred and eighty, two hundred, right. depending on what you're wanting. But th- that's a, a great idea. Well, on top of that, it's a two thousand pound uh, weight carry ladder, where most ladders are like a thousand pounds. And, and these don't attach to the home in that way. These are roll ups. These are roll ups. Very, yeah, I mean, very interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, thanks good. for mentioning that. That's very cool. It's a good little ladder. I, I, I was really impressed when I did some looking and some research into this, and it's, it's really what I like. And I think that more and more people should get involved with that and understand the value of having that in their home. Well, and, and how, think of it. There's people that listen to our, our show that live in an apartment also. Sure. Oh, uh, 
you know, it's wonderful for apartments. And so just having that in yeah. the apartment, yeah. just in case yeah, something happens and you need to get out the window or, be, or any of these types. Being of in the second and the third floor of an apartment and then having a fire in one of the apartments below you. Mm-hmm. That's a great thing to have, a way to get out without having to go into the hallway or into the walkway where the stairs are, where there may be actual smoke and fire. Uh, it could be hazards. Uh, so those ladders are very, very useful, very good to have. All right. Hey, let me tell you a little about Rebel Hardware. Rebel Ace Hardware. I talked to Joe Rooks this week, and uh, I, tried to, I tried to squeeze him into this show today, but... Um, you know what he's doing? Balling. <laughs> Joe Rooks is taking care of four grandkids today. And oh, I said, okay. hey, Joe, you know what? If that weren't my deal, I'd be as happy as I could be. I, that's all I'd want to do. Uh, and, and he feels that way, too. So, uh, But that's what he's doing. But Rebel Hardware Ace is a great, great store. Many stores in the sound of my voice. Uh, their power equipment centers. Of course, their main power equipment center is in Pearl, where they have great specials, wonderful specials on really just amazingly good brand name material services what they do and they do they do it so well and they've been doing it for years they care about their customers and they care about you even if you haven't ever been into a hardware readable hardware store before first time you go in the door you'll be happy you did because somebody's going to take care of your wants and your needs and help you any way they can you go see my friends at Revel Ace hardware tell me her right here on the Super Talk on the Handyman Show, and that, uh, hey, uh, you think they're a great store as well. And you will once you go in there. Revel Ace is really a fantastic, fantastic place to go. Well, in this time of year, yeah. they got everything you need, I can well, assure you. Whether it's Christmas decorations <laughs> or whether it's uh, uh, snow shovels. <laughs> you, you know it's coming. You, you probably won't need a snow shovel. But at any rate, uh, they have all all uh, the salt. If You you might need salt because we have plenty of ice that forms around here. And when black ice forms on your walkway, you can get hurt by not. And the, uh, uh, the ice, the salt really... Stops the ice, just melts the ice. It works very well. They have that as well. Revelation, good store, very good store. Go see my friends at Revelation. You'll be happy you did. All right, we better. You know, we promised to get to that leaking toilet. We're just dragging our feet, just waiting. Not, we don't want to do that. I don't think. <laughs> That's one of those jobs that you, you procrastinate a little bit on. Uh, it I guess to. we have to take the show to the toilet. Okay, let's do. It. Um, first thing, of course, most toilets. Why they leak? is because the flapper that actually holds the water inside the water tank is not sealing properly. One, because it's warped. Two, because it's bent. Three, because maybe just just old. So the thing to do is change your flapper. That rubber flapper is very easy to change. Uh, most of them fit very well. And it, where it sits on the bottom of the tank, there's a, a seat where it sits on. That seat needs to be cleaned as well. And you can clean that out with a, a very fine grit sandpaper or something like that. Just make sure that the the rubber stopper fits in there without any uh, water minerals or, or, or anything getting in the way of it so that it can seal properly. And then get back and look at your toilet again. How do you tell if it's leaking? Well, quite simply, uh, once the toilet is full of water, you put a little bit of food coloring in your toilet tank, in your water closet, and you don't flush it. You just wait and see. And if some of that food coloring in the toilet tank actually leaks into the bowl of your 
commode, then you do have leakage still. So at that point, you may need a new flush valve. There's a a slight chance you may need a new overflow valve. But at any rate, it's time to get on your hands and knees and do some uh, uh, grunt work, (laughs) if you will. Uh, But again, this is a do-it-yourself project. And most times, it's just as easy to change the flush valve out as anything at all. And nowadays, pretty much a float inside a flush valve is better than a ball type flush valve they're using a lot more floats today that actually go up and down on a uh, a, a pole and the float is is actually raised and lowered by water level because it, it, it actually floats and that's what it does when it floats to the top it shuts the water off and you want to make sure when they're adjusted that they are adjusted low enough so that there's no water going into your overflow valve all the time. Because if your water is continually going into your overflow valve, that too will create a leak. So you adjust that float a little bit lower. And once you go about, oh, I would say about a half inch or an inch from the top of the overflow valve. But to change the flush valve, what you'd have to do is you go to your water feed. First thing you need to do is shut your water off completely and then uh it's not a bad idea to put a pan underneath your water faucet feed at that time behind your toilet and start unscrewing your uh feed to the toilet the the line that carries the water from the faucet handle or the shutoff handle to the toilet now if that is not a relatively new feed then then it should be replaced uh, but if it's a relatively new feed, then you don't have to worry too much about it. It will do okay. Don't replace it. Don't worry about it. Uh, you can use it again. But generally speaking, because they've been used for so many years, they'll start to get the washers will start getting a groove in them, and they'll start they'll only seal in a particular place. So it's not a bad idea when you're replacing a flush valve just to go right ahead and buy a new shutoff valve as well, uh, a new a feed valve, I'm sorry, a new feed pipe, new feed line. Um, but the sh- once you've undone that from not only the toilet and from the – and what you do, by the way, before you get into this, you flush your toilet completely and drain it out, and then what you do is you cup out the balance of the water – and then maybe even take a sponge and clean the water out completely. And then the water in the water closet is relatively clean. It's not like you have to, you're going to uh, get your hands all nasty and dirty. The water's relatively clean. All right, we'll get back to that in a few minutes. We're going to take a short break. Keep in mind, uh, we're streaming. We're on all sorts of stuff that you can pick us up on, but uh, on broadcast radio, a lot of us are playing football today, so you can get us on some of the optional ways, and I pray that you do that. Uh, take a short break. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show Radio Super Talk. My name is Buddy Sloak. Don't you go away. Be right back. Named for the great Choctaw tribal chief, Philip Martin is considered the best fine dining in the South. In addition to their award-winning wine selection, 
Philip M's offers everything from steaks and fresh seafood to extraordinary decadent desserts. Philip M's open Wednesday through Sunday. Book your table now at opentable.com and experience the best dining in the South. Philip M's exclusively at the Silver Star at the Pearl River Resort. Superior. It's more than a name. It's a promise that we make to our customers to provide you the highest quality U.S. farm-raised catfish at your favorite restaurant, your family reunion, or on your dinner table. Hey, this is Steve Azar, and I want to let you know that with Superior Catfish, you know the next bite is as good as the first, time after time. Made possible by your friends and neighbors here in Mississippi. Remember, there's catfish, then there is Superior Catfish. Mississippi, the place you call home is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3 on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Fox on film. I'm Jane Fergus. There's a new number one at the box office this weekend. The horror film Five Nights at Freddy's made $78 million in ticket sales to lead the way. Can I uh, help you, officer? Have you met them yet? The movie is the best opening horror film of the year. In second place, the seemingly unstoppable Taylor Swift. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Her concert film of her tour made another $14.7 million domestically and has now made more than $149 million in North America and more than $203 million around the world. The Martin Scorsese film Killers of the Flower Moon finished third, making $9 million, bringing its domestic box office total to $40.6 million. The movie cost $200 million to make. Jane Fergus, Fox News. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Media Minute with Howard Kurtz. Mike Pence dropped out of the presidential race over the weekend saying, The Bible tells us there's a time for every purpose under heaven. It's become clear to me that it's not my time. Translation, he was running out of money and couldn't get out of the single digits in the polls. Now, he was always a long shot. The former VP, who on January 6th said he did not have the authority, which was true, to block the Electoral College certification of Joe Biden, angered many people who really wanted President Trump to remain in office. The people who admire what he did didn't like his four years of service to Donald Trump. And as he tried to establish himself as his own man, I think that was the reason for part of his campaign, he also wasn't able to show why anyone who liked the Trump-Pence record shouldn't vote for Donald Trump. With your Media Minute, Howie Kurtz, Fox News.
Show right here at Super Talk Mississippi. Our text line, our ceasefire text line is 601 879 4395. If you want to text us, we'll be happy to hear what you have to say about uh, today's program, about last week's program, about something you'd like to hear or something you'd like us to discuss or something that uh, you think needs a little more. Uh, clarity or whatever. Just, hey, maybe you just want to say hi. <laughs> send it to us. We, uh, we'll be happy to get that. And, and, and on that text line, you can also send pictures. All right, talking about a leaking toilet. Um, the flush valve is just a matter of it's a screw-on situation. It screws on the bottom, and it comes out pretty easily. Uh, but it's important that the washers be put in the right place so that it does seal properly because you do want it to seal. Uh, but the flush valve, once you replace the flush valve and uh, you go ahead and replace the water feed and you have no drips and no errors and no problems like that, Pretty much, as long as your toilet is not filling with so much water in the water closet that is overflowing into the overflow valve, then you've pretty much fixed the toilet, and you should not have toilet leaks once that takes place. Uh, Now, at my house one time, I did exactly everything up to that point, and my toilet still leaked, and I could not figure out why. Well, what had happened is the overflow valve actually, which I had no intention of replacing, had a little bit of pinhole in the bottom of it, and it was leaking. So, therefore, water was always going into the toilet. I had to replace it. Replacing it was no big deal, easy to do, but still, uh, it takes time and it takes energy. You have to get under there and get after it. But pretty much, that's fixing a toilet is is a do-it-yourself project, and it is something that you can pretty much get away with and do and be happy that you did all right um do it yourself uh errors or mistakes that a lot of people make when they're doing the do-it-yourself project uh whether you're doing it yourself or it's done by others exterior paint is a a project that looks great when it's finished it really does however you never ever paint over a decayed wood or, or blemishes because paint even though it may look good when it's finished if it's decayed underneath or even most of the decay has been removed but yet there's still some uh, elements in there that will create decay that will create problems down the road so make sure all of the decay has, decay has been replaced all of in other words, all I'm saying, in order to get a proper paint job anywhere, you have to really do the proper preparation. And if you don't do that, then uh, then you're not going to cover decays, you're not going to cover blemishes, and it won't really work. It'll be a waste of your time and energy. And if you're going to pa- paint, and you're going to take the time to paint, make sure it's done right. And then maybe you're going to hire a contractor to do this. Well, Learn all you can about what needs to be done beforehand. The caulking, the everything needs to be just sealed properly, and everything needs to be ready, primed where it needs to be primed. Uh, maybe there's some paint flaking. Why? 
Why is paint flaking? Well, I mean, is there moisture behind this or is there a problem? Find out what the problem is and then paint it with a uh, stain kill uh, primer before you repaint. And that, once it's, 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 particularly when it's peeling like that, that'll help you a great deal and help you an awful lot. So uh, that's the biggest mistake a lot of people make when they're painting. Uh, and they, they think that paint's going to cover a lot of decay and a lot of blemish. And it's not. It won't. It just doesn't do the trick. I mean, like I said, it'll look good for... It's like deciding to paint the kitchen cabinets and I had some friends that took some latex paint and said, it only took us a day. And I saw their kitchen the next day, and it looked really, really, really good. I saw their kitchen about a month later, and it looked really, really, really bad. <laughs> because none of the proper preparation was done. The paint shovel was just put on the cabinets. And that paint ends up going on grease. It ends up going on dirt. ends up going on grime. And without the proper preparation on anything particularly on kitchen cabinets, it, it just isn't going to work. It's going to be a waste of your money. And don't do uh, that. All right. Another mistake that people make is uh, they want to remove remove handrails from stairways because that clean look is just so much nicer to them and it looks so much better. However, handrails have a definite purpose have a definite use in 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 in, in, in our, on our stairways uh, and they are for grabbing not only for elderly but for regular folks going up and down stairs how many times in your life have you had to grab the handrail and say gosh am i glad that handrail's there and you may not even have said that out loud you may not even you may have thought that uh, or or you know that that at least that thought triggered through your mind as you grab that handrail to keep from falling. It's very important. And so don't don't move don't remove any kind of handrail. Uh, change it if you want. Maybe change it to something more contemporary. That's fine. But don't remove it. Now a lot of do-it-yourself folks want to build a deck, and that's kind of an okay thing. But find out everything about building a deck like securing the ledger board properly to the building that is the biggest error that most people make when they're building a deck not securing the ledger board which is really the basis of holding your entire deck to the building uh it's not attached properly with the proper attachments uh and there, there's a number of different ways to attach a ledger board nowadays. All of that's available uh, by going to the Internet. Uh, but basically, they have long lag screws that work very well just to do just that. Um, and that's really not a bad way. But also, if I were to attach a ledger board to my building, I would want to make sure that I had construction, uh, 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 exterior-type construction adhesive on the back of it and secure it as well with lag bolts and make sure that it's totally, absolutely secured and use plenty of lag bolts and get it in there properly. Um, And that will really secure it the way it should be. And then build your deck uh, with the proper foundation. Make sure your foundation work is built uh, and your deck is, is safe. And make sure your handrail system is very secure. If you're going to have a handrail system, 
it's just it shouldn't be wobbly it should always be very very secure but that's that's some of the problems that people make uh with with you know doing things yourself uh and another thing a lot of people get involved with is taking on a project that one they don't have all the tools to create to complete and two they really are not up to speed on how to complete that project uh their ability to do that type of work at this point is still a little bit beyond them it might be time for you to do a little more research and find out a little more about that project and by the time you get finished with the research you may look at it and say you know what i don't need to do this i need to hire somebody else to do it and then you can start looking around and getting different quotes from different people Hey, you listen to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here on Super Talk Mississippi at the MCEF Studios, the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. We're about to take a short break. Going to listen to uh, Fox National News and local news, and we'll be back with more of the Handyman Show. And we're streaming today, and you can pick us up on any of the Roku or any any device that you have, uh, because football's on some of the other stations, which is okay. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go away. My name is Buddy Slowick. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9, Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Securing America. The U.S. military hit facilities in Syria used by Iran's Revolutionary Guard late last week following several attacks by Iranian-backed proxy groups against U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan addressed the situation while appearing Sunday on ABC's This Week. We did respond. If attacks continue, we will respond. And I think the Iranians understand our message. However, many U.S. leaders remain quite concerned about Iran and its influence on the events taking place in the Middle East. House Foreign Affairs Chairman Republican Michael McCall of Texas on Fox News Sunday. We're seeing now the solidification of Russia, China, and Iran all together in this. They're all allies against the West and the United States. McCall also says President Biden has to get something concrete out of potential upcoming talks with China's Xi Jinping. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. Fox 
News. I'm Paul Stevens. Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrali speaking Friday in Lebanon regarding the October 7th Hamas attack on Israel. We also what happens on October 7th. We saw it on our television screens. It was a heroic, brave act. Well designed. A great act. Nasrallah threw an interpreter there. He's now threatening more attacks on Israel's northern border if Israel's war against Hamas and Gaza continues. Meantime, pro-Palestinian supporters planning a big rally in the nation's capital today. The executive director of the People's Forum accusing Israel of genocide as bombardments continue in Gaza in response to the deadly Hamas terror attacks in early October. And that's Fox's Ryan Schmelz reporting from Capitol Hill. America's listening to Fox News. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi ended the 2023 fiscal year in June with nearly $700 million in surplus, according to a report from the Legislative Budget Committee. Senator Scott Delano, a member of the Appropriations Committee, says lawmakers have worked with leadership to curb spending as much as possible. Even in the times of this mass inflation that we've seen throughout our government, we've kept our our budget um, within two to three, maybe four percent higher. Uh, when we know that there's actual real dollar costs are, are going up significantly. During fiscal year 2023, Mississippi collected $7.6 billion, 10% above the official estimate. That gives us the opportunity to provide the tax cuts where we give the money back to the people uh, that, are, that are actually earning it. And at the same time, we are taking care of government. My husband and I want the best for our children. So when our son Tripp shared his interest in career and technical education, we panicked. Hard work, dirty jobs, low pay. That's what we thought until we got the facts. We discovered countless paths to success, not to mention the growth opportunities. I'm so glad we listened to Trip. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews, Mondays starting at noon, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. Toyota Mississippi President Eric Skaggs announced a $1.9 million commitment to implement the 4T Academy at New Albany and Union County Schools. This is a hands-on training program designed to place students directly into production jobs out of high school. Kip Eideberg with the Association of Equipment Manufacturers says that Mississippi is doing a lot of things right when it comes to workforce development. I would say that Accelerate Mississippi Uh, has established itself as a gold standard for workforce development. And Governor Reeves deserves a lot of credit, uh, and and his entire administration deserves a lot of credit for leaning into the workforce issue. They've created an environment now in Mississippi that provides more pathways for many more people to find good family-sustaining jobs. And that's that's a reason why manufacturers are increasingly looking at Mississippi.
In a world full of noise. The latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. It's Fox Wheels. The $5 billion partnership announced last year between Honda and General Motors to build affordable electric vehicles goes down in flames. The company is saying after extensive studies and analysis that they've come to a mutual decision to discontinue the program, a market that's also tanking in sales and production with automakers lowering expectations and shifting EV spending to hybrids. Ford and GM slowing the pace of EV and battery manufacturing because most consumers are sticking with gas-powered vehicles and automakers are losing billions. Lack of interest, the economy, and high interest rates have also led automakers like Tesla to cut prices on electric cars to try and stay competitive. The best deal in town may soon be on an EV. They're piling up on dealer lots, so much so that dealers are turning new EV inventory away. That's Fox Wheels. I'm Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Who doesn't love a good laugh and free car advice? Well, it depends on the advice. Tune into Under the Hood and you can have both. I'm Russ, along with Shannon and Chris, your hosts for two of the best hours you'll spend this week. We've been the motor medics since 1990, and we'll tackle any question you can throw at us. You don't have to be a car person to love Under the Hood. We've got something for everyone right here every week. Under the Hood, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. What is it? This true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England clam chowder. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Yeah, we're back again. Handyman Show right here at Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy, Handyman. And we're going to do a little bit of music, because we usually do. And I thought that we've done a lot of music in a lot of different areas. But, you know, we've never really talked about doing music of the 50s and 60s, early 60s maybe, and how really it has had a major effect on not only classic rock, but on country and on so much music of today that a lot of it is actually those songs that have been rehashed, that have been taken from the 50s and and made, like, into today's type music. I mean, Elvis is one of the... And most of the people I'm going to talk about, strangely enough, from Mississippi, as weird as it can be. Uh, Elvis, of course, was Tupelo, and he had so many hits in their 50s and 60s, and... uh, you know, we could go on and talk about him forever, but we'll just pass that by. Uh, Buddy Holly from Texas had a lot of hits that were uh, rehashed by Linda Ronstadt uh, and the Rolling Stones. Uh, Linda Ronstadt did uh, uh, That'll Be the Day, and uh, the Stones did Not Fade Away. So there again, songs from the 50s, maybe early 60s, are are revamped and redone by people who really care about them. And then there was this guy named Sam Cooke. 
Well, Sam Cooke was born in Clarksdale, Mississippi, and he had a number of major, major hits during that time, and one of them was Another Saturday Night, which was redone by Cat Stevens, who goes by Joseph something. I can't call his last name. Do you know his last name? I can't either. It doesn't. It's not important. But I think Joseph is, and it starts with the J-O-S-E-F, Joseph. Uh, Osef is what he calls himself now, but still does Another Saturday Night. Jimmy Buffett also did Another Saturday Night, but that was all done by Sam Cooke. Now, a little bit of story with Sam Cooke's situation. Uh, he was... Uh, playing a gig, and was staying in a uh, cheap motel, if you will, and uh, somehow or other you're getting a big old heated discussion with the owner of the hotel or motel or whatever, and, and I don't know what exact incident created her to come to his room, but she had a gun. And uh, she actually shot him dead right in his room, in his motel room. So Sam Cooke, at a very young age, uh, music's career was basically over because he was killed in a motel by by the motel owner, uh, Sam Cooke. Great, great songs, by the way. Um, and uh, another great song is Blue Moon. Uh, a group called the Marcells did a part of it. And, and they Blue Moon is just... Oh, Wow, it's such a great song, and it really, really has a lot to do with what I'm talking about as far as really the emotional effect of it and the uh, more effect of it more and more, how it really takes the songs from the 50s and turns them into, like, songs of today, and that's still happening left and right. But let's listen to the Marshalls do a little bit of uh, Moon, Blue Moon. I see you dancing around your living room. <laughs> Blue moon. It's got some elements of rock in it. I mean, you can hear it. Just uh, that's a great song. Yeah, by Elvis way. does that. Yeah, you know, it was one of the ones I looked at. It was a little later. He does this, I think, in the '60s, and is when he plays that. And it's real soft, though, versus the harder version the Marcells pull off, which right. is more upbeat. Sure, Elvis is as much more of a. Almost a love song. Well, you know, there's a song out there called Blue Moon, which is different than... than uh, and I was reading about it the other day, and it was done, of course, in, I think, in the early 60s, Blue... Uh, uh, Moon River. <laughs> Moon River. Uh, and... Moon River! Yeah, great, great, great song. Uh, it has been recorded over 500 times, I read. I went, wow! But... There's a, a later version that has been recorded by Jeff Beck before he passed away and uh, Eric Clapton. And Eric Clapton sang it 
and Beck played the lead on it. And it's just an amazing version of of uh, uh, not Blue Moon, of uh, Moon River. It, it's just an amazing version, but uh, it, it really is. But at any rate, uh, moving on, uh, Chuck Berry. Well, Chuck Berry did a lot of songs that really. Uh, I, is it the father of rock and roll? Is that is that does that fit? I think the shoe fits. I think it really does. He did like "Roll Over Beethoven," which the Beatles, of course, did a lot more, uh, and rock and roll music and so many songs. I mean, can be attributed to Chuck Berry. Uh, well, the, I have that. I have that cut of the Jeff Beck. Eric Clapton, Moon River, ready to, if you want to hear a few oh, seconds. Oh, let's, let's do, uh, it's just such a beautiful version. Yeah, I think people should really listen to a little bit of Jeff Beck. Make sure I don't blow your eardrums. Uh, that's why I can blow, blow my head right off. <laughs> It'd be okay. Let me get the right one here. Yeah, get it up. Yeah, there we go. just takes Moon River to a whole new level because of the way he played. That He did that with every song. Um, I guess you know I'm a big Jeff Beck fan. And to be fair, Eric Clapton sang that. <clears throat> he, let, he let Beck play the lead, and he sang the song, and he sang it right on the money. He sang it really, really well. No, he didn't add to it. He didn't take away from it. He just sang Moon River straight ahead. Great, great, great job. But uh, great song, and thank you for playing that, Lance. I'm, of course, I, you know I want you to be happy, and I know that's a, the treat of my day. Yeah, that's what you wanted, my man. <laughs> and, and we'll have Benny King and Stand by Me as our outro going into the break too. Yeah, so that has been done by so many people. Stand by me when you start talking about Stand by Me, and and uh, of course Benny King did the original Stand by Me, which a lot of people are not familiar with. They think the original. Version was done by Johnny Lee, uh, in when you know cowboy music was really happening, <clears throat> and also John Lennon did a version of "Stand by Me," and it's been done by many, many people. Great, great song. But uh, to continue with the list, uh, of course, BB King from Mississippi, great, great artist. People are so familiar with him. Bo Diddley from Macomb. Uh, Don't forget about Albert King, too, the bro. Really, Albert King. Both of those guys tear it up. Uh, Tear it up, for sure. Uh, uh, Charlie Pride, also from Mississippi. Otis Rush. Otis Rush from Philadelphia, Mississippi. I bet Marty Stewart probably knows who Otis Rush was. He has the best hair ever, Marty Stewart. I wish I had Marty's hair. I'd be six, Selma seven feet tall. Yeah. I, I wonder if I'd go out in public with that. I love it, man. He's awesome. Yeah, 
Yeah, and don't forget Kingfish Ingram, who is uh, a young up and comer who's been crushing oh, it. And man, absolutely. and he's in the BB King mold. Yeah, and I mean, just we've been playing a lot of his stuff lately too, and uh, they, they just keep coming. I got to see him live not too about a year ago, and I was just blown slap away. So 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 good, uh, the Kingfish. It was unbelievable. And of course, Conway Twitty uh, was from Friar Point, Mississippi, and. Uh, uh, Muddy Waters, of course, from Clarksdale. It just it never runs out. The 50s r- music had so much to do with uh, what's happening today. For instance, like, I heard it through the grapevine. People think, well, that, that's a great song that uh, Creedence made popular. Well, it was done long before that. It was done in the 60s by the Miracles, and it was done by Creedence, of course, and it was done by Marvin Gaye. And I think Gladys Knight did the first version of it, but I'm not sure of that. I think that's true. Uh, but great, great song. Um, and in the Still of the Night is also the Five Satins did that. Great song. Uh, Ronnie Millsaps did a version of that as well. So a lot of these songs that have we think were original songs were actually rehashes of songs done in the 50s. Um, so when you listen to some of that stuff, it's just like, wow, that was happening in the 50s. And back then when that was all happening, that was the music that our parents thought was uh, uh, born of the devil. <laughs> if you listen to it now, you're like, whoa, come on now. I guess they were listening to classical music before that, or hymnals, basically. No, they were listening to uh, uh, big band music and 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 and, 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 and you know horns and, and all that. And, uh, Frank Sinatra getting up there and singing the song and whatnot. Uh, uh, you know, and you had Tony Bennett too. Everybody loved Tony. And Bennett. then, and yet. During the 50s, some of these people like Bobby Darren, he was doing some rock music during the 50s that slowly came on to be part of, uh, really bled into the future. And then, of course, there's no more Bobby Darren. It's a, a great, great writer, a great performer. I enjoyed Bobby Darren a great deal. But uh, he really had a lot to do with uh, everything in, in, in music. But awful lot of uh, great music in the 50s that really had an impact on or really had, was the beginning of the culture, uh, the rock culture that took place in the 60s and 70s. There was a whole industry, a whole culture of, of, of feelings of people that really wanted to get into uh, this this type of industry and, and understand that this music was where they wanted to go. And they used uh, the 50s as a lot of their... Uh, you know the, the 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 kickoff point. So, hey, and we have a caller, but I did want to say just a little piece of trivia before we go to our caller. What was Conway Twitty's real name? Oh my gosh, I know too. We covered this in on Gallo this week. That's one of the reason oh, I, I, did, uh, <laughs> uh, I can't call it Harold Lloyd Jenkins. Harold Lloyd Friars Point, Mississippi. All right, wow. we got us a call ready for uh, you on there. All right, let's go to the phones and see what's happening. Uh, is it thing we got Ron with some raw. He wanted to talk to you about the Rolling Stones and Andy Anderson. Yeah, go ahead, Ron. Yeah, uh, my name is Ron Blair, and I'm known as 601 Blues. I'm a Mississippi Blues player myself. Yeah, I think I've talked but, to you before, uh, Ron. Uh, yeah, you have. I believe you have. Yeah. But yeah. I just want to remind everybody about Andy Anderson and the Rolling Stones back yeah. in the uh, 40s and the 50s. 
And, uh, you know, he had the original band, the Rolling Stones, and I can't remember off the top of my head which has, uh, you know, held over for Mick Jagger and the rest of them. But the rights was bought, you know, by uh, Mick Jagger and the, and the now Rolling Stones. Right. And uh, Andy Anderson was the only white man in the Rolling Stones. And, and his family was wealthy plantation owners in, up in the Delta. And they really, um, you know, chastised Andy for playing with black players back at that time. And Andy went home to uh, help out on the farm, on the plantation, and got his hand caught in a combine and tore his hand up. That's that's how he ended his career. That's a shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's really interesting. If you look up Andy Anderson and the Rolling Stones, the story's really interesting. It's kind of, it, it kind of, it, it rings something in my mind way back in the future where I did hear of uh, the Rolling Stones before the group from England took over and made the Rolling Stones what they are today. But there was a Rolling Stones, you're right, beforehand, and Andy Anderson obviously had a big part of it. And for a... Uh, to play with a, a group of black musicians is like there's there's magic in there somehow or other. They 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 seem to have they seem to have more I don't know uh, musical I won't say musical ability just more swagger if you will. I don't know I don't know the right word but uh, maybe you can put a label on it. Well, they, it looks like it was uh, um, Ron. It looks like it was 1958 through. 1965 seems to be the run of the original Rolling Stones, and uh, right, am right. I am I looking at that right? And then after that would have been when the existing Rolling Stones would have purchased the rights right. from Andy and then moved on Correct. in the current context. Well, how interesting is that, huh? Yeah, that's good. that's good stuff. It is. It's really interesting. You know, it really is. And uh, you know, uh, I've really did, uh, you know, dove into the, you know, blues scene. I've got four CDs on the market now. And, uh, but, you know, uh, talking about the black players, you know, uh, you got I mean, Howlin' you know, Wolf, the, the John Lee Hooker. Yeah, this talking right here. It says, uh, he would, uh, in 1935, where he was born, he grew up listening to Saturday afternoon shows by artists like Howlin' Wolf, John Lee Hooker. Man, can you yeah. imagine having that as your afternoon? On- <laughs> <laughs> That's- yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You go ahead. You know? Well, good. I I, I appreciate you being part of what we do here on the Handyman Show and talking about the music segment. It means a lot to me, and I'm glad that it's affecting somebody out there. And, Ron, I just appreciate your call very much. Well, I appreciate you guys. You know, it's it's nice to, you know, I'm I'm a handyman. You know, I I spent 54 years in the commercial construction industry, so I'm always working around here. And, and, uh, I mean, you know, to have somebody talk uh, blues and rock and roll yeah. and how to fix a door. I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. And I know you've got. I know you're heavy into blues because I've heard some of it, and it's great. It's really good. So, uh, congratulations and keep on, Ron. Appreciate you, man. All right. Take care. Oh. Good talk to you. Uh, hey, one little piece of tidbit uh, of uh, I found this, and if anyone can tell me where Andy Anderson and the Rolling Stones was formed in 1955, it was formed in Mississippi, in a town in Mississippi in 1955. Curious if somebody can come up with the answer on that before we have to go off there today. Yeah, we're about to take a break. You can text us the answer at 601-879-4395. We'd love to hear that answer, or, or you can call us as well when we come back. Short break coming up. Up, uh, be right back and let's listen to little Benny King. Don't stand. 
Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's Original, Cajun, and Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. I'm Gianna Gelosi with your Fox True Crime Minute. A man accused of shooting and killing a Maryland judge has been found dead. Pedro Argote allegedly killed Maryland Circuit Court Judge Andrew Wilkinson after Wilkinson awarded custody of Argote's four children to his wife. Argote's body was found in a wooded area of Williamsport, Maryland, about a mile from where the 49-year-old abandoned his car after the alleged killing a week prior. On October 19th, Judge Wilkinson granted Argote's wife a divorce and sole custody of their four kids after hearing testimony about abuse Argote had inflicted on the family. His wife says he once stuffed a towel in their baby's mouth his adult daughter claimed to be confined to her bedroom. Argote didn't show up for the hearing claiming he had a headache. That night, he allegedly showed up at Wilkinson's home in Hagerstown and gunned him down in the driveway. The local sheriff says Argote's remains will be sent to Baltimore for an autopsy to determine the cause, manner, and time of death. There's more on this story at foxnews.com. Subscribe to the Fox True Crime Podcast with Emily Campagno. I'm Gianna Gelosi with your Fox True Crime Minute. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi. And now on Amazon Alexa devices. I'm Jane Fergus. There's a new number one at the box office this weekend. The horror film Five Nights at Freddy's made $78 million in ticket sales to lead the way. Can I uh, help you, officer? Have you met them yet? The movie is the best opening horror film of the year. In second place, the seemingly unstoppable Taylor Swift. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Her concert film of her tour made another $14.7 million domestically and has now made more than $149 million in North America and more than $203 million around the world. The Martin Scorsese film Killers of the Flower Moon finished third, making $9 million, bringing its domestic box office total to $40.6 million. The movie cost $200 million to make. Jane Fergus, Fox News. 
I miss playing bass. <laughs> I didn't realize until the other day I was sitting with a my friend who's a bass player, and we were talking about it. And I don't have a bass, but I did play bass for many years in a, in a church situation. But it was kind of we played a lot, a lot of really upbeat type music. It was fun. It was great fun. I love playing bass. But uh, we also we got a you got a text in. Well, I wanted to I mentioned that 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 cut there is uh, Gary Newman, in, the England Gary Newman that did the original Cars, but uh-huh. the group that he um, did he influenced so much was Nine Inch Nails, yeah, very heavy, and so that's a merger between Gary Newman and Nine Inch Nails playing live. It was about ten years ago, but it's a if you haven't seen the video, yeah. go type in Nine Inch Nails and Gary Newman live and watch the energy. That this guy from the 60s, 70s, that was one of the pioneers of uh, synthesizer, kind of English, strange, and I love Gary Newman, but it's the, it's how it carries forward. Like, it kind of goes in the context of what you're talking about, like songs that were popular then, right. and the reuse or who they influenced. And if you haven't seen that video, Nine Inch Nails and Gary Newman, go watch it. It's the electricity, the the beat, the bass, yeah. and, and bringing that into the modern era was one I love just, just – it's amazing. It happens, you know? huh? so, but back to what we were talking about, and I want to make sure I don't have a text in here yet. I do not have one, so I'm going to tell you – that the original group, the Rolling Stones, was formed in Starkville, Mississippi wow. in 1955. Now, this has nothing to do with Mick Jagger and no, the Rolling Stones. No, well, this Stones. is the yeah, they He had to get these guys out of the yeah. way first, I suppose, before <laughs> the, the. But uh, the members were Andy Anderson, Joe mm-hmm. Tubb, Cuz Covington, Bobby Lyon, James Aldridge, and Roy Estes. Andy and all the others attended a very famous university that is. Situated right there in the heart of Starkville, called Mississippi State. Yeah, and so they were all state guys. So I mean, again, it, it's just the uh, the connectivity of all things. And then Anderson, they signed with Delta Records in '65, and it's amazing how you can say the Rolling Stones, and yeah. yet some people actually remember that they started in Starkville, even That's though right. it's not the original the, the, the Stones that we know today. It's the original it's the Stones, original the name and but it just. Yeah. But again, I, I was looking to see if Mr. Anderson is still around, and I have not been able to find that. If somebody knows whether Andy Anderson is still with us or not. I, I have not been able to find that, and I apologize, but yeah. I would love to know that if anyone has that information. And, well, uh, Ronnie was telling us he did get injured in a, a farming accident, I understand. Well, that was back in the day, I think, and that caused him to potentially not move forward with the music career. Right. So I'm not sure. He, I saw a couple of pictures of him with white hair, so I know right. that he, I think he made it for a while. Oh, so, so hanging in there. Yeah, right. so he's, I hope he's hanging, hanging in there. Uh, yeah, I hope so, too. All right. Uh, uh, that hey, that's what it's about. We want to talk about music as much as we can because it really does influence not as much as we can. We won't for two hours, but, <laughs> uh, but we'll get, we'll get back to fixing up stuff and taking care of stuff around the house, which we'll do from time to time. All right, MCEF. That's the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Um, great organization that really cares about the future workforce in Mississippi. Will it be available for all the work that is going to be necessary? People who will be able to dig into things with their hands and their mind and actually go to work and do these things without a four-year college degree. Well, Mississippi Construction Education Foundation is dedicated to making sure these people that want to get into some sort of 
really decent living, making a good wage and having a solid you know, job and having a solid future, it's available in the workforce in Mississippi, whether you're a plumber or an electrician or a welder, or maybe you're working in commercial buildings uh, using steel or whatever you intend to do, driving a cement truck. Uh, all that is available with the proper training. Uh, matter of fact, the training is going on not only in the prison, our prison systems, it's going in our, school, our schools, and of course, the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation is dedicated to making sure that students, young students, are aware of what's available to them as far as trade schools or uh, junior colleges or schools that uh, feature construction uh, education uh, or maybe even enroll in some of the classes at Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Great foundation. You can go to them by going quite simply to mcef.net and you will find out more than you ever thought was available because there are a lot of people out there who really are ambitious and really want to do some work, but really don't know where to turn or how to get to that. How do I get to be a lineman to working on the electrical power lines? You go to school and you get some training, and there's people that are willing. People who do this for a living are some of the master trainers at MCEF. Have you seen some of the videos of the guys that do the electrical line work, the linemen that do it from helicopters? No. That is some of the coolest stuff ever. I don't know if you go out and like on YouTube if you have time. Then there's a couple of History Channel things I saw over the years, but the work, I mean, they're strapped in. It's almost like a gunner on a on a, a helicopter and they're they're locked in and they've got a long pole yeah. and then they'll lock on and, and deaden you know and make sure that there's no transmission and then working on it in that i mean it's they do it out west a lot more where the the lines and things are much more inaccessible sure but wow is that fascinating wow. and then the underwater divers that go in and yeah. fix all the wells out in the gulf yeah go check out what those guys make Oh, oh, my Lord. I mean, it is outrageous. And there's 5,000 to 10,000 wells out there yeah. that are constantly needing repair and, and fixing. So yeah. the jobs are there, and the pay is outrageous, and it's a little adventurous. Yeah, so you, so you can't get life insurance. Yeah, you're, you know, they'll probably pay for it for you. You don't want to have to write that for yourself. But It's not going to be a cheap, it's not gonna, not gonna be a cheap policy, though. But, you know, the, the point being that, the you know, you're getting paid for the risk that you yes. make, you know, and, 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 and you are getting paid. You Getting very paid well. very well, and I've, I've you know hunt with a lot of guys that were in the oil business and, and retired very well. Started at the the bottom, yeah, uh, and, and moved all the way up. And it's it's just one of those fields where the technical knowledge that you get by learning and apprenticeship is there, and it, you don't it, see that in the corporate world as much of the white collar world, but you do see that in the more blue collar and trade associations type of work. And I think that mentorship is extremely important. Oh, absolutely, and, and, and you find. Some I heard something this morning that makes a difference. When I was in wealth management and first starting, one of my mentors said, "Hey, you know, set goals. You know, be you know, make friends and network with people that are a step beyond where you are, right. and then three steps beyond them, and learn to." Follow a, a plan, as you like to say, and, and build that plan. And I wasn't as good at it, you know. But at the end of the day, those are things. But you know, I, I was good at the networking and learning from people, and um, it, it didn't 
apply. It didn't really carry over as much in the world I was in, but in the in like MCEF, those those things. It's so important to find somebody that's successful, right? That's doing what you want to do. Right. It's a step or two down the road, and ask those questions. How did you get here? You know, the thing I think I like about MCEF, particularly, uh, or or the trade schools and whatnot, is going to a regular college. You really get your mind gets. Uh, 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 sort of inspired to want to learn something, and you may learn how to do that. But when you learn how to do something by actually doing it or by watching somebody do it, you learn better. You 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 somehow you absorb it better. Uh, the practical application of that product is easier to do yourself when you've seen it done, when you've touched it, when you've actually. Uh, and my, I guess an example of that is, is I have a son that works in the corporate world, and uh, a lot of times he has to learn something, and uh, a computer people will come in and show him some things how to do, and he'll look them straight in the eye, and I'll say, you know, you can show me on the computer all day long until how to do it, and until I do it, I won't really have a grasp on it. And that's just the way a lot of people work. They need to really get involved with something and do something in order to learn it properly. Just teaching it to them somehow isn't enough. They need to get involved in actually learning it, hands-on learning, uh, mentoring, if you will. Uh, it works well. It's worked my whole life. That's kind of how I got the experience that I have isn't from books and, 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 and of course, I've subscribed to a lot of books and a lot of things that read about handyman stuff, but... Watching people do this type of work has really inspired me to to want to do more and more of it each and every day. Well, and you you go look at certain things, and I was just kind of looking at the difference in the highest paying and lowest paid jobs. Yeah, and you look at the lowest paying jobs out there, uh, which pay fifteen dollars an hour or less, and most of those are going to be like fast food workers, restaurant servers, bartenders, child care workers, preschool teachers, hotel clerks, personal care, home health aides, grocery store cashiers, amongst others. Sure. And those are tough jobs. I've, I've yeah. worked in the in yeah. the food prep world, and um, you know it, 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 the reality is is that if you if you don't want to go the college route, there are other options Definitely. out there for you. And and in many cases, it just takes reaching out and learning just a little bit about things like MCEF. Yeah, those opportunities are there. The pay is great, and as uh, Mr. Bean will tell you, I mean a lot of these jobs come with good benefits. Real good. And day. I can assure you, there's not great benefits in the ones that I just read to you. And I don't right. mean that ugly, but no. those are not fields that have great additions to your pay and therefore when you make 750 or eight dollars an hour you're going out and buying all the other stuff that you need and a lot of corporations that are that are hiring people of that pay scale are making sure they don't get over 40 hours and doing a rotation where that's the other side exactly you couldn't say that better you're not working full-time because they don't want you to work full-time because they don't want to have to worry about you want to work full-time they don't want to worry about benefits they don't want to worry about all this they just want to pay you for coming in 20 hours 30 hours a week or whatever cut you off at about 32 but if you want to you want that overtime that double time Mm, not uh, not gonna happen (laughs) yeah i I can take it i love i like making money but you're not going to get that in those fields and so i guess that's not like trying to steer you away but is but when you're making those decisions at 17 and 18 going man i could go spend three years waiting tables well you could go get 
a much better option maybe oh, for your future. Wow. And during that three-year period, you may be at three years down the road, you're looking at this going, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I, yeah, I, this is what be, I want to do. You'd be, make, you'd be making money at that time that you would never have imagined in your life that you'd be worth making that kind of money. Uh, but you can, you can. MCEF, great organization. I really, I can't say enough about them. Uh, happy to have them as as uh, underwriters of this program, and we'll talk about them from time to time. All right, um, yeah, they are really something. All right, let's talk about uh, reclaimed lumber, cypress lumber, uh, and and. A lot of people want to use these as accent walls, like maybe behind a large screen television above a mantle, or maybe just an entire wall of a room, or maybe just a section of a wall. Well, the lumber that they use to do these accent walls is a lot of time uh, knotty lumber. Sometimes knots are missing. Uh, the, the, the boards are not straight, so they don't line up properly. Well... It's my thought that before you do an accent wall of any kind, look at what color it's going to be. If it's going to be a brownish, uh, then the wall should be painted beforehand that color so that when it does show through, you can hardly see it. You can hardly tell there's a knot hole in there because the same color is showing through. Uh, so don't be afraid to paint it brown. And this isn't like... A master paint job. <laughs> Just get some brown on the wall, uh, and and it won't matter very much whether it, you know it shows some holidays or not, because uh, it will actually add to the character by showing some holidays. <laughs> and uh, strangely enough, it will. But accent walls are very important. People are using, like I said, that that there's one by cypress, knotty cypress, or reclaimed lumber, or any sort of rough lumber is being used today for, uh, for uh, accent walls, and it's working very well. So just paint the wall behind it before you install it, and uh, then... Pretty much nothing's going to show through. It'll work extremely, extremely well and uh, do the job for you. Hey, take a minute to tell you about Atlas Foundation, one of the better foundation companies in the sound of my voice, Atlas Foundation. Tony Arpino is the uh, proprietor of Atlas Foundation, a physical engineer. He understands the soils all around the state and works on uh, slab foundations anywhere in the state. And right now, if you have problems with your slab foundation, and with the season that we've had, you probably do, you call 800-256-1010. That's 800-256-1010. 1010. Tony Arpino, Atlas Foundation. They are the good people in the foundation industry and uh, happy to have them on board. You check them out, Atlas Foundation. All right. Uh, Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here at Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy Slowick. We're about to take a short break and uh, we'll be back with the, uh, uh, yeah, in the home run segment of the uh, Handyman Show in just a minute. Uh, so don't you go away. You're listening to uh, the Handyman Show, the MCEF Studios on Super Talk Mississippi.
I'm Steve Azar, and you never know who or what you'll hear when I spend a Mississippi minute with my friends. Just like that muddy river moving slow, ain't no hurry, that's how life goes. Be sure to check out In a Mississippi Mississippi Minute with me, Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and now available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of STMM Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. STMM Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Media Minute with Howard Kurtz. Mike Pence dropped out of the presidential race over the weekend saying, The Bible tells us there's a time for every purpose under heaven. It's become clear to me that it's not my time. Translation, he was running out of money and couldn't get out of the single digits in the polls. Now, he was always a long shot. The former VP, who on January 6th said he did not have the authority, which was true, to block the Electoral College certification of Joe Biden angered many people who really wanted President Trump to remain in office. The people who admire what he did didn't like his four years of service to Donald Trump. And as he tried to establish himself as his own man, I think that was the reason for part of his campaign, he also wasn't able to show why anyone who liked the Trump-Pence record shouldn't vote for Donald Trump. With your Media Minute, Howie Kurtz, Fox News. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Securing America. The U.S. military hit facilities in Syria used by Iran's Revolutionary Guard late last week following several attacks by Iranian-backed proxy groups against U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan addressed the situation while appearing Sunday on ABC's This Week. We did respond. If attacks continue, we will respond. And I think the Iranians understand our message. However, many U.S. leaders remain quite concerned about Iran and its influence on the events taking place in the Middle East. House Foreign Affairs Chairman Republican Michael McCall of Texas on Fox News Sunday. We're seeing now the solidification of Russia, China, and Iran all together in this. They're all allies against the West and the United States. McCall also says President Biden has to get something concrete out of potential upcoming talks with China's Xi Jinping. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. 
So now he's alive, huh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, New Man Show right here in Super Talk, Mississippi at the MCEF Studios. My name is Buddy, and I'm going to be here for oh, a few more minutes yet. Hey, text us anytime you get a notion. Our text line, our ceasefire text line is 601 879 We'd love to hear from you, find out what's going on. All right. Um, well, you know, I talk about service a lot. And how I really think service is probably one of the most important things that people base on uh, the businesses on as to whether they'll go back to that business again or whether they'll have that business in their home. Uh, Service is something that not only should the owner of the business care that much about, but the person who answers the phone, the person who gives you an estimate, the person that may come to your home. The people that do the work, service is so important, and I think service has a lot more to do with um, really caring about what an individual may want and expressing that to them them in a way in which they can understand. Uh, Pretty much, I have a belief that you can just about say anything you want to to anybody at all if it's put right. Um, if it's not put right, sometimes you can offend them. Uh, you know, particularly if you're talking about a, to- a, a touchy subject, which I'm not right now, <laughs> and I don't intend to. But at any rate, uh, I believe that just about anything you want to get somebody to understand or do, you can do by the proper presentation. And that's all, that's all part of service. Uh, service is just... It's biblical. It's biblical when you look at it. It's biblical. We are to serve one another. We really should. That's what we're here for, is to make sure that we do serve one another. I guess that's why I'm so concerned, why I'm so confused, why is the world so screwed up? Um, it is. Because everybody's right, buddy. Everybody is right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's wrong, ever. You know, everybody's right. got to say, hey, it's my way of thinking, and if you don't like it, then I want to, you know, I, I'm going to impose my will rather than respect your opinion. Lance, that's just beyond me. I yeah. don't get that. I, I've never been my, my cup of tea. I just don't understand that. And yet you're right. That is generally how the world runs. <clears throat> it seems to be more in that self-interest axiom, something you study in politics and what motivates people. You study it in finance, yeah. why people do the things they do. Right. Well, they're motivated by pre- preserving their way of life or their self. Yeah. And, you know, that that's... Uh, it gets you so far down the road, but selfishness yeah. generally does not yield great results over long periods of time, I wouldn't think. Um, on the day that you're standing at the pearly gates and you look back, <clears throat> what's going to make you happy? You know, what's going to make you say, yeah, that was a good place to be, that earth? Well, and I think to me, in my perspective, is making an impact in which it affects people in a positive way. In a positive way. And I don't want to have a the impact that is not that. And I guess that's what I try to strive for. And it motivates me in what I do. And um, I I love what I do. I get a chance to motivate, impact, and and talk about things that matter to me. But hopefully do it in a way where you consider the value of others as well, not trying to influence, but give information and have conversations. And, And I think that's what we're most about here is we want 
our community to engage, and we want to engage it. it yeah. It's a conversation. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a conversation. It's like sitting around a table drinking coffee. It's an it's a, it's an antique conversation. There you go. They're not. <laughs> I they don't it. happen much. Yet. I think that's a good way of you know coining that is an antique conversation. <laughs> Any conversation today is an antique, but still, it is uh, the better way, as far as I'm concerned. As far as rather than using some sort of device to communicate back and forth. I really do believe that uh, uh, face-to-face, talk-to-talk communication is great. It really is. And, and kindness, especially this oh. time of year. Uh, there's so much stress on most everyone with yep. the prices of things up. Oh, for and, sure. And you got to buy gifts and organize and turkeys and, yeah. and all that stuff. It's There's a lot of stress. And people, I think if we – one thing maybe we as a group and individually can do is to try to put yourself in the other person's shoes – Sometimes, Sometimes. instead of walking around in ours and thinking that that's just the way the world works, uh, it it is if that's the way we want it to be. Yeah, uh, that's not the way I want it to be. Not me. I'm sorry. I don't I don't I don't I don't uh, subscribe to that. But I think what you and I have just talked about in the last few minutes has an awful lot to do with customer service. Right. You have to care about all people. It it doesn't matter where they're from, what they believe, how they act. Uh, customer service is so important. Be polite, be kind, uh, be helpful always. And that is customer service. And I think that's important. It is. At this time of year, any time of year, uh, customer taking care of the people that pay the bills yeah. and caring about them. Uh, and I'll make this quick. I went through a drive through line the other day and said, hey, I want uh, one of those. And they said, we're out. I said, oh, you're out of that. Well, I want to move over to that. We're out. Now, well, hold on now. What are we all out of? We're out. Like, what are you, are you out of the whole menu? We're out. And I was like, all right, this is pointless. That's not customer service. No. You could have said something like, hey, we just didn't get a shipment in this week. Exactly. We're, we're struggling a bit this morning, and I'm sorry, but we don't have that stuff. It's, and I'd have been like, hey, thank you. Man. Did I just talk about that a few minutes ago? You can do anything you want to, the, except it's all in a matter of how it's presented. Right. And just to say, we're out. Wow. <laughs> we don't have it. I ain't cutting it, folks. <laughs> so, but I, I found it after I, you know, uh, deheated for a minute, and I, I found it kind of funny. But at the same time, it's alarming that we've lost that level of communication that allows yeah. us to say something a little bit more personable. Right. Even right. if it's through a microphone somewhere else. And, Absolutely. And 20 feet away. Uh, they were just hoping I didn't come through the line and want, you know, hey, hey, you, where's the manager? I'm not going to do that. But yeah, yeah. Not All right. I want to bring up a, a topic that um, I wasn't going to discuss because it's probably premature even to discuss it. But the real estate industry is going through something right now that could affect it could affect the way a real estate agent is to be getting paid. And there's proposals out there that are changing that the whole system that the real estate agents have been using for years. And that system, I think, is getting a little bit of political motivation in it as well. And I don't think it belongs in the industry, but that's my take on it. Uh, uh, 
they do have a proposal out there now, but some judge has to look at the proposal and agree with it. And then if he passes it and says it's okay, then it's going to be appealed and it goes to a court of appeals. And before it's over with, it's going to be, it's, it's a big mess. And it may end up right back to where it is today, which is probably a better way than the new way in which they're talking. But at this point in time, uh, every real estate agent is going, oh my word, the prices are up. Uh, products are are slow in getting to the site on time. Uh, houses aren't selling. Mortgage rates are up, and now they're trying to change the real estate agents' uh, compensation. <clears throat> it's it's a strange world, folks. I will say this about <clears throat> real estate agents: they work very hard for you. Good ones are they are amazing the work they do and how much they eat and cost to get you to where you want to get, and then to get paid later. Um, but no, I, I would have to say, I, the good ones out there, man, they work hard for you. They really and, do. And it's it's uh, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to really call between what's good, and what isn't good. Uh, who, how do you tell that? But but you're right. Customer service. A good one is something that wow. I mean, a good one will always get back to you, always give you answers, always be willing to help you and want to help you. And it comes right down to what you just said, customer service. And that's what a good one really is. So, yeah, a lot of changes. All right. You've been listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show at the MCEF Studios. My name is Buddy Slowick, Mississippi's Handyman. Do it each and every Saturday from 10 until 12. Hope you'll join us each Saturday and tell your friends the Handyman. Even when we're preempt, hey, we, we're we still on all the other things that we're doing. We're streaming. We're everywhere you can pick us up and do so. And you can get us during the week as well. Hey, talk to you next week right here on Super Talk. We're on our way to Boston to get some clam chow. Bye-bye. Get ready for the Township Blues Festival, Saturday, November 11th, live from the Township at Colony Park, starring Cedric Burnside. With Brandon Taz Niederauer. I feel so paralyzed and it's so bright in my eyes and I never know just how to cry. Singleton, Jimmy Duck Holmes, and more. Get VIP and general admission tickets now at townshipblues.com. Michelob Ultra and Bush Light present the Township Blues Festival. Eight hours of great live music and fun. This is one you don't want to miss. Brought to you in part by Renova Roofing. Visit Ridgeland, Township at Colony Park, and Super Talk Mississippi Media. Get your tickets now. Townshipblues.com. This project is partially funded by a grant through Visit Mississippi. It's Fox Wheels. The $5 billion partnership announced last year between Honda and General Motors to build affordable electric vehicles goes down in flames. The company is saying after extensive studies and analysis that they've come to a mutual decision to discontinue the program, a market that's also tanking in sales and production with automakers lowering expectations and shifting EV spending to hybrids. Ford and GM slowing the pace of EV and battery manufacturing because most consumers are sticking with gas-powered vehicles and automakers are losing billions. Lack of interest, the economy and high interest rates have also led automakers like Tesla to cut prices on electric cars to try and stay competitive. The best deal in town may soon be on an EV. They're piling up on dealer lots, so much so that dealers are turning new EV inventory away. That's Fox Wheels. I'm Jeff Manasso, Fox News. 
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.